Welcome to this episode of Sound Bites, a podcast series produced by the National Psoriasis Foundation, the nation's leading organization for individuals living with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. In each episode, someone who lives with psoriatic disease, a loved one, or an expert will share insights with you on living well. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our podcast and join us every month at SoundBites for more insights on understanding, managing, and thriving with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. My name is Shiva Mosevarian, and joining me today for a discussion about living with psoriasis and or psoriatic arthritis are two incredible youth ambassadors, Emmy and Neil. As youth ambassadors, Emmy and Neil represent leaders in their community act as role models to help peers manage and control their disease, and inspire others who live with psoriatic disease to lead confident and fulfilling lives. Let's hear more from Emmy and Neil to discover what they do as youth ambassadors and how inspiring they truly are. Welcome, Emmy and Neil. It's a pleasure having you on Soundbites today. Let's start by learning more about both of you. Emmy, how long have you had psoriasis and when were you officially diagnosed with this disease? So I first started showing symptoms of psoriasis when I was seven years old, but it went undiagnosed until I was 12. Basically, my doctors and my parents just kind of wrote it off as seasonal eczema, seasonal allergies, because I live in the Ohio River Valley, so we didn't really think much of it. But as I got older and it started to get more severe, the plaques and the scales started to show up more around my body. We took medical action and went to a doctor and finally got diagnosed at the age of 12. So I believe I was in the seventh grade whenever I was diagnosed. And it was very scary at first because putting a name to what had been bothering me for so long was a relief. But at the same time, I didn't know what was to come in the future. So that was kind of how it all started. But I did go undiagnosed for a very long time. So Neil, in comparison, you actually knew something about psoriasis since your brother was diagnosed before you. When were you diagnosed and how did you feel about also being diagnosed with psoriasis? So I was diagnosed in middle school when I was 12 years old, like Emmy. But for my case, I was actually diagnosed. So my brother had psoriasis before me, and I was really young when he had psoriasis. So when he had psoriasis, I had no clue what was going on, except the only thing I did know was that I had to tag along to NPF events with him. When I was diagnosed, I'd say it was still pretty hard for me. But overall, I'd say it's easier for my parents because I think everyone knew what to expect from treatment options. Overall, though, we were dejected that both of us had psoriasis. But I think the most important thing was like how Emmy said, my brother had to take a long time for them to diagnose psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. But when I had symptoms, I got diagnosed right away, quickly paired up with a great rheumatologist and a dermatologist that gave me the right treatments. It's so important to be paired with the right provider and the right treatment. You make a great point. So for both of you, what was it like being in school around your classmates and peers? What was their reaction to your psoriasis? At first, I didn't really care to tell a lot of people. I was trying to hide it and didn't want to share it with a lot of people. But as time flew by and I couldn't do daily activities or some of my sports like tennis, I began to tell some of my closer friends. I didn't make much of a difference between my interactions with me and my friends, but it was the people who didn't know me. I began to make comments about why I had white stuff in my hair or why I couldn't bend in a certain way due to my arthritis. And this kind of led me down the dark path where I started changing my outfits. So I had more neutral colored clothes to camouflage like the white flakes. And I began to wear long socks in order to conceal my psoriasis spots on my legs, which just wouldn't go away. And these were the comments that irritated me 
But eventually, I learned that I shouldn't really care what others think or say about me. I was always going to get these comments or remarks about my psoriasis, and it was up to me whether I listened to them. This is when I tried to ignore the comments on my way and became more at peace with my psoriasis. Thank you, Neil. That's such good advice for our listeners. And Emmy, how about you? I had a lot of similar experiences with Neil. First with the wardrobe. That was one of the big things that changed for me initially was I stopped wearing black a lot. I had a black North Face jacket that I used to wear before my diagnosis in middle school. And I used to wear it all the time to school in the winter. But as I started to be more self-conscious of the flakes on my clothes, I started to opt for more colorful clothes instead rather than neutral like Neil. Like him, I told some of my close friends, but I actually told them pretty fast because I was concerned that they would think differently of me. I tried to explain myself to them when really there was no explanation needed. I was just a little bit more unique than my peers. Recently, I've come to know that there's psoriasis is a lot more popular than I thought it was at the time. So as I've grown up, it's really been a lot more helpful to know other people with psoriasis. But yes, back when I was diagnosed, I told my close friends and that was really about the extent that I went because once other people started to find out outside of my inner circle, that's whenever the comments would come and that's whenever people would start making fun of me. And that's where the nickname Salt Shaker came from. That was my nickname from a lot of people who didn't understand what I was going through and just wanted to make fun of me. So they called me Salt Shaker because of the flakes. So those were some of the positives and negatives of it. I've experienced both a ton in my life with psoriasis. And Emmy, you also received the nickname Wolverine. How did this happen? And how did you feel about this nickname? So I think it was a year after my diagnosis, I was explaining my condition to somebody that I wasn't really close with as I got more comfortable with explaining it to people outside of my inner circle. There was a student in my biology class at the time and I was explaining to him what psoriasis was. And he said, oh, that sounds like Wolverine. He's a superhero with regenerative powers where his skin grows back whenever he's injured. So I basically would try to lightly explain it to my peers, saying that my skin just grows at a really, really rapid rate compared to everybody else's. And that's where the flakes come from. So that's the metaphor that he connected between the superhero Wolverine and my condition so he could understand it better. So from then on, he called me Wolverine. And it caught on with a few of other people, but it really just stuck with me that he made the connection between my condition and being a superhero just based on being unique and being different from everybody else. So it was a positive light in my life to be known as a superhero by the nickname of Wolverine. So it really influenced how I saw my psoriasis and how I dealt with it. What a connection. Do you still go by this nickname now? I unfortunately do not. But whenever I wrote my Common App essay about it and whenever the article in NPF's Advanced Magazine came out regarding my Wolverine nickname, people started to mention it more often than not. And it just brings a smile to my face every time. As it should. To me, that truly means you're a superhero. Thank you, Emmy, for sharing. Neil, what were some of the challenges you faced and how did your diagnosis impact your everyday life? A problem that may not seem that big on the surface but for me, it was going to the barber. After I had psoriasis, I began to get these white flakes on my head, which the barber would always point out whenever I want to get a haircut. And it was moments like these that always seemed uncomfortable with my appearance and how I had psoriasis. I think the biggest challenge for me was still with my joints, since I have psoriatic arthritis as well. 
I've not been able to do normal things that some people take for granted due to my arthritis. Like I can't get out of bed normally sometimes or even walk sometimes. And recently in the past few months, I've been experiencing a major flare up. I've had to quit tennis and like skip some hangout sessions with my friends. And it's just these moments where I can't do normal activities impact my life the most. That definitely sounds like a challenge. So Neil, how do you tell your friends or others who ask about your psoriasis or psoriatic arthritis? Do you have any tips you can share with our listeners? Or even as you mentioned, how did you tell the barber? For the barber, I just tell them that I have a condition where my body, it grows the skin faster than normal, kind of like what Emmy says. And I tell them that it's not contagious and there's nothing to worry about. And that's sort of the same thing that I tell my friends as well. I tell them that this psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis is not contagious and that there's no harm in them being around me. And some advice that I have for others is that I recommend not to hide it and instead tell others what you're going through. I've noticed that by sharing your own experiences, others will often open up themselves. And you'd actually be surprised how many people can relate to what you're going through and also have their own health issues or problems that they struggle with themselves. I feel that it helps forge a relationship where both parties know that they're not alone. That's so true. So in your own way, you're a superhero as well. I'd like to say so. I wholeheartedly agree. So Emmy, you participate in sports. Have you had any issues occur with your psoriasis while playing basketball? So for me, luckily, I do not have psoriatic arthritis like Neil. I could not imagine how tough that must be to go through that from an athletic standpoint. But yes, I've played basketball since I was in kindergarten. So it's a big, big part of my life. I'm going to play basketball at DePaul University next fall. So I'm very excited to do that. It's one of the dreams that I've always wanted to fulfill. There are a lot of hardships that come with basketball and being a part of such a rigorous physical sport, it comes with a lot of pain with my psoriasis sometimes. So at basketball practice, I've had a lot of trouble in the past with having a flare up on my neck where the scales are really bad and the plaques crack and it's open wounds everywhere. So you can imagine whenever I'm sweating and the plaques have cracked around it, it burns very, very bad. I have plaques underneath my eyes. So sometimes I'll have to go stop the drill that I'm doing and I spray cold water on my hands and I just kind of dabble it on my eyes, make sure I wash my hands beforehand and everything just so I prevent infection as best as possible. But my neck has honestly been the hardest thing during basketball. There's a term in basketball to keep your head on a swivel. So whenever you're playing defense, you can see all sides of the floor if you keep your head on a swivel, meaning you move your head back and forth. And there was a time where my coach was telling me to keep my head on a swivel. And I realized that that brought a lot of pain to my neck whenever the plaques were cracking as we were in the drill and my neck was burning very badly and I couldn't keep my head on a swivel. So that was a real realization for me that, wow, this is really impacting my day-to-day -day life, which includes basketball and it will include basketball for the foreseeable future. So much of the struggle during basketball comes from the external part of my skin and just the burning from me sweating and the cracks of my body and everything. It, it's hard a lot of the time, especially during flares. And a lot of my flares come during basketball season, which is in the winter. So that doesn't help. So yes, many of my struggles during basketball come from my psoriasis, but I've just learned that I can push through it. I'm bigger than the pain that I'm experiencing at the time. And I think that I've taken many, many strides forward 
by being mentally strong in those situations and just realizing that the pain is temporary. Wow. Thank you for sharing such a heartfelt story. It's pretty amazing how you just power through the pain and continue to move on. So this next question is for both you and Emmy. We'll start with you, Emmy. How did you first hear about the National Psoriasis Foundation? So initially I was looking for volunteer opportunities in my community. I was looking at local animal shelters and nothing really fulfilled me. I looked into different organizations that had to do with psoriasis and obviously the National Psoriasis Foundation was the first one that I found. So me and my parents looked into the Youth Ambassador Program and I sent in an application and that was the start of something that fulfills me every single day. I love being a part of it and I love being able to share my story with others and raise awareness for the disease that I've struggled with for so long. And we're so glad you found us. Neil, you mentioned earlier that you attended NPF events with your family. Is that where you first heard about the NPF? Yeah, since my brother was diagnosed first, my family was already involved with the NPF at the time of my diagnosis. So even before I had psoriasis, I was still attending these NPF events. And this is why I got involved in the NPF because I realized how much of a difference it made on my brother's life. And especially when I got diagnosed, I knew that this was going to help me so much. And it did. And that's exactly what it did. And that's I'm always grateful for the NPF for everything it's given me. And we're so grateful for both of you. Emmy, as you mentioned, you sent in your application to become a youth ambassador. What inspired you to become a youth ambassador? So whenever I was looking into the foundation, I just saw a ton of great resources for people living with psoriasis. So I looked through all of that and I found the youth ambassador program. I've always considered myself to be a leader with basketball, with my community. I've always strived to play a leadership role and the youth ambassador program did exactly that for me. And I get to fulfill that dream of being a leader and being an advocate for my disease. So I was very drawn to the opportunities that being a youth ambassador offered. And I've just been very lucky to be able to share my story with a lot of people. We're so glad you're an NPF youth ambassador. Neil, you're now also a youth ambassador. What inspired you? So I've realized how mentally debilitating psoriasis is and how easily it is for people to withdraw from everyone. I know I've myself been extremely fortunate to have the support I had around me because at times I've wondered when I'd be able to walk again, when I'd not have an icky scalp, or when I'd just live a normal life. But then it made me think about so many other kids like me who may not have had the same support or options that I had. I want to share my story and be able to influence like scientists, researchers, and lawmakers to provide more favorable treatment options for people with psoriasis. And most importantly, I just want other people to know that they aren't alone and that they have people out there who are looking out for them, just like the NPF did for me. That's such an admirable goal. And Neil, what types of activities have you participated in as a youth ambassador? You mentioned having the opportunity to share your story, such as what we're doing today. Whenever there's an NPF event, I always try to be a part of it. Some examples of these are NPF walks, cycle events, stamp out, NPF active day, there's an advocacy, and sometimes I even share my story with pharmaceutical companies or medical companies if I get invited to. I've shared my story on how psoriasis has affected me, which motivates them to help develop cures for psoriasis and keep funding to help people who suffer from psoriasis. That itself is just rewarding for me that I get to help motivate people to help other people. Yeah, for sure. Hearing such stories can definitely make an impact. 
And Emmy, what would you say is your biggest strength as a youth ambassador and as someone living with psoriasis? I think the combination of me having psoriasis and being an active member in my community with my basketball team, the combination of the two has led me to the youth ambassador program and being able to share my story. I'm also very outspoken. I like to consider myself a very good communicator. So I think that that plays to my strength in what I do with the National Psoriasis Foundations. One of the highlights of being a youth ambassador for me was I hosted my own color run for a cure is what I called it. So I treated it as a DIY event through the National Psoriasis Foundation. And I had about 40 members of my community come out and we did a color run at my local township park. So that was something that I was able to do as a youth ambassador in the name of the National Psoriasis Foundation. And we raised over $1,000 for research causes. I think that that was one of the biggest strengths that I brought to the foundation is being able to communicate my disease, my story, and what I've been through to others. And I just, again, like Neil said, he said it very well. I just want to motivate people to understand what psoriasis is and motivate people to find a cure because it's very important as we are the youth coming up in the foundation and we need to be able to convey our stories and understand that so other people can be motivated to find a cure. Both of your stories are so powerful and the actions you've taken to help the foundation are pretty amazing. So Neil, why do you and your family participate in fundraising activities such as team MPF events? I think it's a very fun and enjoyable experience where you get to meet so many different people with various backgrounds tied together by a single cause. And they help me feel like a superhero and that I can make a difference in the world. I remember one example is I came to an NPF walk really dejected and sad because I'd just gotten a really negative diagnosis by the doctor. But then at the walk, they told me, here, Neil, you're going to cut the rope to start off this walk and you're going to give us a countdown for us to start the walk as well. It's just small moments like these that empower me and make me feel like I can make a difference in the world. It just brightens my mood. And it's a way for me to just give back to a community that has given me so much and that I owe so much to. Well, I think your message today is very powerful. You're encouraging others to lead by example and be involved with the MPF. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. For you both, given your exceptional leadership skills, I'm curious, what are your plans for the future? As much as I wanted to become a doctor and try to help cure psoriasis, in 10th grade, I took AP Bio and I realized that it was not happening. So now I'm headed to a college as a computer science undergrad next year. And I hope in the future that I can get my psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis under control so I can resume my prior activities like tennis and sports. However, I'm sure that I will still remain involved with the NPF, even though I'll be in college. Who knows? You might develop an amazing app for people with psoriasis. I have high hopes for you. So, Emmy, how about you? I mentioned before, I will be attending DePaul University. I will be playing basketball there. So I was a women's basketball recruit for them. And I'm super excited to be able to play the sport I love for them next fall. Just like Neil, I'm continuing to look for treatment options for my psoriasis in hopes of finding something that works for me. I plan on studying global health at DePaul, and I want to continue my work with the National Psoriasis Foundation. And I think being able to study global health will offer me a lot of good perspective on health issues in our world and psoriasis being one of them. Well, I'll be sure to look for both of you on the news in the future. I know you'll accomplish such great things. So what final advice would you like to share with our listeners and other youth living with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis? 
Emmy, would you like to go first? Yeah. I think one thing that has helped me throughout my journey is realizing that being different is not a bad thing. My psoriasis is something that makes me unique from almost all of my peers and being unique is a good thing. I have something that I get to share with them that they will never experience. And I think that in life, being able to share different experiences with your peers, with your colleagues, with your coworkers and everything is a big, big step in being able to communicate well. So use your psoriasis to your strengths, be involved in things like the National Psoriasis Foundation, and it will truly fulfill every single part of who you are. And it did for me. At first, it may seem like the entire world is against you. But like Emmy said, it's not always a bad thing. You can get so many positives from this. And know that you're not alone. Reach out to people like the NPF. As an avid sports fan myself, one of my favorite quotes by Michael Jordan is, obstacles don't have to stop you. If you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it, go through it or work around it. Never lose hope and trust me, this will get better. It's not the end of the world and you can get through this. Well said to the both of you. Thank you, Emmy and Neil, for sharing your thoughts on living with psoriasis and for being youth ambassadors. MPF is so lucky to have you supporting our mission and for being such an inspiration to others who live with psoriatic disease. For more information about the Youth Ambassador Program, send an email to getinfo at psoriasis.org. During April, the National Psoriasis Foundation is saying thank you and celebrating all of our wonderful volunteers such as Emmy and Neil. We appreciate each and every volunteer and all that they do to help the foundation move our mission forward. Thank you also to our sponsors who provided support on behalf of Soundbites through unrestricted educational grants. Abby, Amgen, Bristol-Myers Squibb, Jansen, Lily, and Novartis. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Soundbites for people with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. If you or someone you love has ever struggled with psoriatic disease, our hope is that through this series, you'll gain information to help you lead a healthier life and inspire you to look to the future. Please join us for another inspiring podcast. You can find this or all future episodes of Soundbites on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Ghana, and the National Psoriasis Foundation webpage. To learn more about this topic or others, please visit psoriasis.org or contact us with your questions or comments by email at podcast at psoriasis.org.